this week on the Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast, we've been talking about how to heal the womb, how to connect more to our intuitive power in order to really self-initiate as the sovereign woman that we truly are as we enter into this new consciousness, into this new phase of our lives. And we've been really dissecting each of the blockages and looking within to be able to shift this within us. And now today on Friday, I'm really, really excited and honored to be able to bring my beautiful Friday co-host, Vida del Lizzy, to help me dissect and further have a second perception about everything we've been talking about this week. So welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement show, where it is our mission to awaken the world, the, to awaken the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal body, mind, and spirit, and to and to bring in a brand new society as this old one crumbles. I'm over here like interrupted because Lizzie's like asking to join and I'm wanting to make sure that I grab her because she's here with us today to help us really talk about everything we've been talking about all week. So I'll have her join us. Good morning, Lizzie Fizzy. How are you today? And there's always a delay. Hi, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Oh my gosh, I can hear you this week. Isn't that beautiful? Look at you. You you, you went fancy on us, or what, what's going on here? I had to figure out a different way because last week was not good. <laughs> that's what happens when you get a brand new phone, and then you know you pretend you know what you're doing with it. You don't know how to use it. Exactly. I'm so happy that you're here this week with me because we've been talking about some pretty serious things, but also I guess they're serious, but at the same time, they're really heart opening, like stuff that even though they're serious, a lot of people may not want to talk about that. Yeah, especially I know for me growing up, right? Talking about these things, yeah. never did I think that being here now today, I would even be talking about these things, to be honest with you. But they're, they're, the, the subject matter that we've been talking about this week is, is very serious. It needs to be spoken about, you know, because I know you and I experienced on Sunday a very beautiful workshop with Desi, who helped us understand womb, W-O-M-B, healing. And I, I love that you were there, too, so that you uh, can also share your own perspective, your own perception of what that meant to you, but also to help us understand a little bit more about what we've been talking about all week, you know, understanding our menstrual uh, cycle story, understanding the mother wound, W-O-U-N-D, betrayal, letting go, and the things that we spoke about pretty much this week. So we'll go ahead and get started there and kind of just uh, let what, if you want to just start by sharing like kind of your experience at Sunday that began this newfound journey, because I know this is a newfound journey for you as well, within uh, this connection with the womb and why you think it's really, really important. Yeah, you know, it's funny because you had mentioned, I don't know, one of your talks, and you had said that you you were getting to spiritual levels or awakenings, right? And you didn't realize that this was something that was holding you back. And I think you said that on Sunday, that this is not something that you thought that you had to like work on and it, it came to light right and, and I think for me it, it was the opposite where I've been tiptoeing around this and working on a lot of other things that I thought were the issues and this was the issue for me um, yeah this was where I should have started and I and I knew that when I was there on 
on Sunday, I just had the immediate connection that this this is it. <laughs> this is where I need to begin, and this is where my actual journey begins, which is, you know, I, we feel like we take these spiritual journeys on, and, and we've been doing it for such a long time, right? And it's a, it's a work in progress, but actually with something just hits you in the face like that. So that was my experience on Sunday. Um, Yeah. Um, you hear me okay? It's this phone. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we can hear you now. It just cuts off. No. I don't know what it is. Now you're what? Now you're fine. See? It's so bizarre because it's like when you move away from it and then you come back. <laughs> like, no, go. Okay. Can you hear me okay now? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it was just a very very strong experience on on Sunday so for you you said that because for me I like you said I I was like whoa I didn't even know and I had no connection really I mean I had had that ceremony a long time ago I knew about the womb and I just didn't think that 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 I even had those blockages for you like what was the sign that you or what what have you been receiving as messages that you knew that there was some kind of disconnect from your womb like what did that feel like yeah, it's funny you say that. And the first thing I think about is uh, sexuality mm. for me. Um, so I have not honored myself, I think, in that in that way. Um, and I know the lower triangle deals with a lot of that carry, you know, um, in, in the shame that I carry with that. So that was one of the first things that triggered me. Um, and I knew that, okay, this is where I need to start my healing. Um, not just healing, but releasing. And releasing a lot of shame around sexuality, releasing a lot of shame around my body. <laughs> um, you know, as a woman, your periods, your period story, you know, walking around feeling like you have to pretend that you don't get a period every month. <laughs> You know what I mean? That, you know, in this very masculine world where you just have to walk around and do, even though your body is telling you, you need to relax. Yeah, I think you're so right also about the um, sexuality part. You know, like there were so many things that I didn't even know that I was dishonoring my womb. Like when she said, like, even when you partake in sexual activities, even with your significant other, with your husband, but you're not emotionally really there. You're just doing it out of like, just because you feel like you need to do it. Like that is such a way that we as women don't honor ourselves. And then we allow the energy of another human being also to be in us that that's energy. And, and we don't have that self-worth to protect ourselves to also say, Hey, you're not in that vibratory frequency where I actually feel that this is something that I want. And I never even like saw that, but I, I, I knew that I did it. I just didn't realize like, wow, what I'm really doing is violating myself too. You know, so many of the times just so that how many, how many times do you do that as women? That's one of the things that I always get. It's like, you always put other people in front of you, not really caring what you want and what your soul is telling you to do. Yeah. And I think that's really important to say also we're not perfect. So when we do those things, it mean that, that you're, you're doing something 
wrong with your body and yourself. It's, it's the fact that you keep it within you, right. right? Don't know how to release that, right? And I think we've all been through experiences sexually where we felt shame and we didn't know how to release it. So I think as humans, like you said, we living up in, in our upper triangle or lower triangle, but knowing also live in this human body, right? In this human world um, where there's a lot of different things that are put on us as women, sexually wise, how we should walk, how we should be in this world. A lot of that put on us. It's a lot of pressure. So we will tend to get lost in it. And, and that's okay as long as you get back and know how to release those, those energies of those moments, which is very, what I've been doing that I was healing this week, right? And part of that, being able to remember those moments and releasing them. Yeah, and that's the thing, not suppressing them and or not feeling even more shame and guilt about them because then that's not going to, help the situation either you're you're in this ego loop of constant just shame and guilt shame and guilt but there was a lot also uh, I mean we were talking a little bit of more also about you know honoring our own story as a child you know of how we went it from from basically being this young woman this young girl to being a woman and I know there was a lot of questions also around like letting go you know how did you how have you seen that play out in your life as it relates to to your intuition and and also how do you do it in your day-to-day life or do you <laughs> you're like well maybe i don't <laughs> i just i'm laughing because i was this moment of truth for me i hadn't drank all week right because i was just trying to while I was doing this wound cleaning and healing and cleaning out old shit that was being stored, you know, I was like, I'm not going to drink. And then yesterday I got home and I was like, I need a drink. <laughs> and so literally like I binged drink, you know, drink yesterday. It's like, it's, it's that, listen, like I'm doing this healing and I'm still not perfect. There's, there's days where it's like a lot of people come through and and I will not know how to um, how to release right. And this is a perfect example of just of being you. Like I don't know how to release this energy. I don't know what to do. I need a drink. You know, falling into that, which is not a bad thing. Being able to recognize it. You know, I I can sit here and say, yeah, I probably had the drinks. Like, stop lying to yourself, girl. You know, you didn't drink all week, but you drank like four drinks. So. <laughs> But if you feel it's only back to square one and you feel guilty about it because there's nothing wrong, nothing has ever gone wrong. If there's anything that I have learned this week, especially now about this womb healing is that I am my worst enemy and I'm the only one that betrays herself and nothing I do in this life, no one's judging it but the egoic mind. No one is judging it. And the reason that we think we're we're going to be judged or we need validation is because we're not connected to our womb. And then if we can't talk authentically about this, like it doesn't, you don't win a medal for like not drinking or like not 
doing anything to numb your emotions when you die. Like there's no metal, you know what I mean? I'm just letting you know that for, you know, for certain people, like for me, I used alcohol in a very different way. You know, for me, it just wasn't something that I can't do that anymore. Right. Which is why I still, when I feel moments of anxiety, I still have my medical marijuana card. You know, I've been really, uh, microdosing sometimes with edibles that helps me a lot to taper off you know during the moments of anxiety because this week especially has been so intense because you know all this stuff that we teach and we talk about here we have to walk the talk so everything that I share with you I'm doing my own shadow work you know and I'm being shown at a, I think a higher level because everything that comes out of my mouth becomes truth right and so one of the things that we that has to come out of everything we've talked about this week is how not to judge yourself how to understand that you're co-creating this whole experience and that the the lesson here whatever we're talking about whether we're talking about betrayal whether we're talking about you know the menstrual cycle story nothing has gone wrong and you are perfectly whole and complete and when you move away from that belief that's when we move into challenges right like or how do you feel about that yeah that's that's when they come up, you know. It's, it's what you take in the spiritual is being able to open your to the hard, hard things that are right. going to come up in life, uh, right? Because you're you're more conscious and you're more aware of what is going on around you. Right. So things might be just a little elevated, you know, and and you're feeling those subtle energy from other people. You're, energies from yourself you know so all those things that you have to go through and it's i i realized this week all of my stagnant energy i thought and it's it wasn't it was in in my womb it was in my womb that i i released all of my the sexuality the period the being a woman, the being a creator, the being a mother, it's a lot of responsibility, but it's a lot of beautiful, beautiful things. And now that I'm more into my truth, yeah. you know, now that I can be more artistic, and that's where I feel like, I know we talked about my the rebirthing and me seeing you know, these signs of the number three and just up for me. I had to be there on Sunday. That was a catalyst for me to realize that if you don't clear up your your create, it's gonna stay stagnant there. Mm-hmm. You know that it's the root. It is the root. That's when you downing your root, it's like you said, energy and out into this world, and that's what we're here to do, right? And that's why we're in pain and we're suffering because we've been pregnant for such a long time with these incredible dreams and we can't birth them because we are not balanced and we're not connected to the divine intuitive power of creation, which is our womb. That was like such a big thing because we have, I have a huge announcement at the end of what we were talking here about what needed to be birthed through me. And if Sunday wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have had the awareness of why it was really stagnant and blocked. And then what's so interesting is that the universe delivers so-called challenges or blockages to test you to see how true you are to this birth. Just like a baby, you know, when you are birthing a baby, are you going to 
be present. You wanted this baby, right? It was like, what was the, uh, Yogi Bhajan was telling the story about this couple that came to him because they wanted to get pregnant. They wanted to get pregnant. They wanted to get pregnant. And the lady couldn't get pregnant. And then they, she, he shared with them some mantras to do to birth, to have a baby. Then the, they, she finally ended up getting pregnant. But the whole nine months, she was a mess. Like she was worried about everything. She just was like not in her, she wasn't enjoying the pregnancy. She basically was stressed out. All this, you know, she wanted to be pregnant. And then look at what happened. She births the baby. Yogi Bhajan meets the baby. The baby is a real, I mean, rude stomping tantrums the same nature that his mom was pregnant that the, she, was, she was pregnant and he's like didn't you want to birth this like you wanted this and now you've gone through the pregnancy process and you, you're, you're a disaster now look at your creation and that's what happens to us when we're not connected to our womb we go around out of alignment and we go and we create these challenge or these things in the world that are completely of course going to challenge us because we were never created connected to the true power anyways so why are you creating if you're just creating to freaking experience little demons that you birthed it pretty much (laughs) (laughs) does that make sense though like because sometimes I see my kids and I see the darkness and the light (laughs) in them right and I'm like god you know and it goes back to my pregnancy with Penelope was was I mean, I was I was in California. I I was alone. I I thought I was going to lose her. You know, it it was a it was a very emotional pregnancy. And I am I see her sometimes, and I'm like, girl, get your life together. Like, it's seven o'clock in the morning. You've been up for thirty minutes. Why are we so emotional? You've been awake for thirty minutes. But she's so organized and so meticulous and so, you know. Which is, is she, you know, she balances herself out. But I, you know, again, being conscious and being aware, you see those those little small things and you make the connections, right? Of when you as a mother were birthing, which literally you can go back and anything you birth in this life, whether it be a child or an yeah. idea, or where did you self-sabotage, you know, where did you... You know, but your subconscious intentions will appear in this world, whether you like it or not, yeah. whether you're or not. Right. Your subconscious to you through what you're birthing. Exactly. And, and really what happens is that the enemy becomes our doubt. Because when we doubt ourselves... We're not connected to the womb. We're not connected to intuitive power. Then all of these, the universe starts to show us these experiences that look like betrayal, that look like, you know, low frequency experiences for us to learn the lesson. And that's where it gets really painful because if you don't, re- you don't realize that all you have to do is learn to forgive yourself for all of this situation, then you're going to keep repeating these experiences with people over and over and over again and and that's why people are like oh I feel like when people hear healing the womb they're like oh that sounds like love and light you know new age stuff you know like I didn't grow up with this I feel like our ancestors like our great nanas they knew about this you know we don't know about this because we lost our nature our connection to to these these really amazing uh, wisdom which is it's it's important for us that's why it's awakening in us you know but it's not 
new agey it's it's very much the truth and the the pathway to getting to 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 true sovereignty is it easy no because i think the minute that you start to unload and i don't know what you how you felt about this but it was like Sunday I was like emotional mess like all this awareness that came too fast almost you know it was like wow I didn't see that I didn't see that I didn't see that and that's the beauty about the inner work you know that's one thing yet not only do you learn not to judge yourself as much but then you also have other tools so you don't run to the really toxic stuff because I'm sure in a past day you'd be drinking every day or or like me I'd be drinking every day to make sure this was okay right so it's always a constant that's how you measure your growth it's not against anyone else it's again it's it's looking at yourself and looking at how life you know happens and how are you responding to it you know because that's that's the awareness where you got to get out of the hole. I'm, I need to be perfect or I need to be like her because that's not going to work. Not, nothing works exactly like the way it worked for her than for you. You have your own self-experience you have to honor, you know, and that's, and that's where the awareness comes in. Right. And then you see this awareness and, and the trick here, and I don't know about you, but the trick here is not to get caught up in blaming yourself then for the situations that are happening. Right. And for using these experiences as, as, as pathways to move you to the next phase of your consciousness, right? Can you be sovereign enough to know in the challenges, in the mist, in these moments where you're not connected to your intuition, that you will and can transcend it? You know, that's really where it comes down to you. I don't know about you. Where does, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there, there's different levels to Right. And, and it's like you said, not not everybody experiences the same same exact journey. Mm-hmm. You know and and that's very important because the things that I'm gonna give and heal are gonna be completely different than the things that the girl next to me will need to heal. So it it's again, it's checking in with yourself, taking story, right? Like, hey, I'm starting to see these things. Uh, okay, so where am I to need to move the energy, or or start doing things to get out of my mind, right? Um, so that that's super super important for people to do that for. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. You know, we we have there's a beautiful aspect of our culture. But learning how to really, because our true culture, we don't know it, right? We don't know the true ancestry of the stories of the great grandparents, right? And and even her story, you know, the the story we've been told at school, all those things are not real, you know? So it's like this mass awakening of, of those that are remembering who they are, right? And so that's where the journey gets so interesting because you have to learn to live in a way where you're so connected and you to who you are that the outer world doesn't take uh, the ability to take you from your peace because that's ultimately I think where we go wrong is where we give up our peace especially to things that we or people situations that we had no or have no control over so for (laughs) is this something that has happened to you especially this week with more connection with the womb, which to me feels like more intuition. I don't know how that feels to you. I mean, it does. And it's like having to forgive people that I've never met, mm. you know, 
that have had an effect in my life. I've never met them. And having to connect with my womb enough to say, you're stuck in my womb and let you go because you don't belong. You don't belong there. I need, I need this space for me. You know, any that you have felt betrayed, anywhere that you felt hurt, they're stuck there. And you've got, you've got to let them go. Again, this was, this is, this was so eye-opening for me because everybody's different, right? But for me, I always thought I have to forgive through my heart. And in learning self of myself, I'm actually having to forgive a lot of but in my roots. You know, this whole time I've been trying to forgive through my heart and it's not been, it's been a castle for me and a constant push and go that I realized on Sunday, I have a lot of crap stored in my womb that I gotta let go. You know? That's, that's what we were talking about with the root. And I always saw it as it's stuck in the root chakra because I always learned, you know, it's but the root is the womb. <laughs> so it's like literally connected to that. I mean, the ancient ancestors saw the womb as literally a separate entity from us in, as a soul even. It was that powerful. It's that powerful, not was. It is that powerful. And that's why intentional connection, these practices, right, that ground you, what they do is they burn up those emotions that get stuck there because typically that's where it is. Most people are only living down there in the root and they can't even breathe above the root, you know? A lot, uh, um, some people are living in their upper triangle and those are really spiritual people, you know? They're very much, but that doesn't in no way help you because if you don't know how to balance out and be in this world, you suffer too because you don't want to be here. You know, you... Yeah. you and can I say that being... What you just said about balance, a lot of the root chakra, a lot of your womb that you're doing is also a balance and the balance between the feminine and the masculine, being able to do that in your root um, also will allow you to be more balanced as a human here for other humans, right? right. And be able to for compassion for other and I've been seeing it a lot this week where it's, it's the men as well mm -hmm. um it's it's not the womb just doesn't go for it it's it's in you and, and in men being able to their 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 feminine and their masculinity right but us we have to take responsibility as women for ourselves and I've seen it in um, again in Egypt right where the women Hour to be able to balance herself out, you know, and be in support of a man. And how beautiful you see, you've seen it, where as a woman you balance yourself out and you have so much creative and that you can on your male. Like that, in essence, is birthing. In essence, it comes from the womb. So powerful. And it's, and it's like totally reachable for all of us. Like this is not something, that's why we're all suffering in this world because the woman fell asleep. You know, that's the whole 
essence of the sovereign woman movement because when women fall asleep the whole world falls asleep and now we're awakening but we don't have to wake in a way where we're not balanced in both the divine feminine and the masculine we need both and the way i see this because you just gave me a really big aha moment is truly what this means and this is why the inner work is so sacred to me look regardless like i said i get to a point in my life where i don't do my inner sadhana my kundalini practice for to heal anything i literally do it as a surrender i know that it involves my consciousness i know that i'm balancing my energies and if you want to think about it this way it's pretty easy to understand what what you're doing is when you are in balance with your chakra system your energetic system which is what kundalini energy work is then truly what you're doing is you're balancing out the right and the left part of your hemispheres of the brain So what that is doing is that you are coming into what is known as unity consciousness. What you're doing is that you're moving into the age of Aquarius, which is all about that we are balanced. We be, we are in uh, basically the neutral mind. We can access the neutral mind, and this is what the Egyptians did. They were able to live both in the divine femininity and the divine masculinity. The only way to reach that is by activating certain energy zones in the bottom of the spine. That gets activated through creating. work energy work swc work when you're balanced in these energies and you have this unity consciousness you're balanced in the brain you are unstoppable you can manifest you can basically instantaneously heal the reason why we're not in this state of consciousness is because we're trained from the age of pisces to be in the judgmental mind which did help us a lot but one of the things that we need to do is learn to reparent ourselves because your parents taught you a lot about the good and the bad they did the best they could you know based on what they received down the pipeline and it was for many generations that we've lost this ancient knowledge right so it is our you know duty our job we were given this ability to reprogram ourselves and to get this is what we've been started with stop judging yourself and then you'll stop start stop judging others and you can't just stop judging yourself you have to do the inner work to control the mind because if you can control the mind through meditation you're able to live in the neutrality and in the polarity dancing having a good time instead of taking this all seriously you also be able to awaken to the fact that you and your sister are both one and one and that if you're experiencing amazing beautiful people that are helping you that that's what's in you too you can't right. try to leave to another village and think that the other people are going to change if you haven't changed you're going to expect you're going to see the same things over there Does this make sense? <laughs> it's yeah. just like it gave me such a it's not hard to understand but I guess it's just harder to accept, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, definitely. Because it it it'll keep showing up. <laughs> you can't run from you know. Um it and I know that makes sense to a lot of people. Things keep showing up in your life and it's for time to start taking inventory. of of those emotions you know and and there is no good no bad it's just feel what you have to feel you know and and being able to cleanse um to be able to really really amazing that you are capable of and especially if you're listening to this because You know, I don't know how I missed that I needed to connect more to my womb. Honestly, I'll be honest with you all. Like I've said, I've done a lot of inner child work. I do the mother wound meditations, the father, you know. But it was like, how did I last time I did that term was in 2015, like 
are we as women really that just not aware of that? Or like, is, are we that disconnected or wow? Or you said you always kind of knew, right? I did, but I was always, it was always an area where it's not something that we should be talking about. Mm. Like sexuality, again, periods, things that the women go through are all things that we tend to like are wants and need. You know, it's things that we tend to push away. That's, that's, we have a picture of to be as a woman, and that's actually a picture of what you should be as a woman is connecting yourself. Like, that, me, a woman walking in her truth and in power is because she knows herself. She she knows who she That That's the beautiful thing for me. You know, that's beauty. Yep, and, and it's actually uh, revolutionary for you to love yourself in a world that benefits from you not loving yourself and accepting yourself. The way that you look or, or there is a certain uh, prototype of, of, of a woman and there is, there is, there's archetypes, but there is no prototype. You know, there is, there is no one way a woman should walk this earth at all. Right. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest focus with the inner work that we do it's not about you being like someone else it's about opening up to you <laughs> to all that you are because there's nothing wrong with you you know that's the biggest I think that was the number one reason I even it was guilt all these years it was like guilt of doing this guilt of doing that you know when you get to when you don't care what people think about you because your nervous system is working properly you control the mind you're on a whole other level of really really freedom you know a whole other level of danger too to the system that doesn't benefit and that's why these things are so important to talk about because this is not just like oh what does that mean connecting to the womb well we've talked this week about ways you need to connect to the womb you know learn to let it go be in emotions grounding there's now you you get to do the energy work because that's the thing we're in the age of information and dohi bhajan said this that all of us have access to this information now. Are you going to do anything with it? You know, for you this week, I know that something woke up in you because you started doing different things. Like if you want to share some of the things you did, I did the same thing, you know, honoring myself, understanding that I'm birthing something that I need to really learn to love that before it even comes into this world. And now here it is time for you, time for it to be ready because it's coming from the place of my heart, right? In a place where I'm going to nurture and take care. What have you done this week a little bit differently to help you connect more after the realizations you got on Sunday? I'm listening. I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I, I asked, you know, I'll share this. Um, I've been my heart been feeling like I, I am birthed something or something's coming up. And for me, I, I was thinking of having another, another child. And so it was a conversation that needed to be had with my husband, right? I never, ever thought that having a child would affect him, right? Because I always process on as a woman, right? Not once. And this is on day one of healing my womb. And I started this because I'm like, I need clarity. This is something I'm going to come in birth this world. I want to be able to do it consciously. But on day one, the world told me, you got to wait a minute. Because you're not birthing a child on your own, actually. It is it is two people. It is masculine together as one. And to be able to do that, guess what you're going to have to do? 
the masculine. And girl, that's not the masculine in you. That's the masculine in your husband and the feminine and what energies are coming from him, right? Because if you want to be the be able to listen to others, right? And their truth. And that was in the middle of my fiction of my own healing. Where mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, you, you gotta to be open you have to be able to be open to be able to release others release what they have you know and so that was just an eye opening for me because I always thought like okay well I can if I have another kid I'll just have another no just have another kid but there's there's so in my healing and in my husband's healing that that I think need to take place um before we can we can actually you know move forward and birth but and it may not and I, I had to the fact that it may not be another child it may actually be a beautiful marriage you know and a more connected marriage and I will say this I posted a picture of me and my husband every picture of us and the polarity in that picture will tell you why that is my favorite picture. It is because it was when I thought our marriage was over. And it is such a beautiful picture because it showed me the light mm-hmm. and the love in the pain that I had through, that we had gone through as a couple. So I, as this posting it, right, people are like, oh, there, it's such a beautiful yeah, and it, it also held a lot of our pain. You know, we were, it, it, it is a symbolic picture, not in, that it is me and my husband, but I could see the love and the pain in both of us together at that moment. It was a, it, it was a shifting experience. In that photo, my whole marriage had shifted. So I just, I, I want, I just want this and I want everybody realize like one picture it can, it can have so much depth and the reason why I love that picture is because I could see the darkness and the light in both of us yeah. and coming together and a, a new journey of us coming together whatever that may be I've learned to not try to attach and that's what I'm doing this week is don't attach to anything that is that was that in a week experience of just like days of, of really connecting to my womb and learning to love, you know, both parts of this world, all of your soul, of everything, of you. I'm speechless because I couldn't I couldn't have described it better than the way you you just did. That's that's exactly what it means to live in the neutral mind to be able it's not enabling to be able to see the beauty in the darkness and the light without denying any aspect of it and also not attaching yourself to any part of it that is so beyond beautiful what a blessing and not wanting to even change anything about it you know and that's what that's where the inner work is so priceless because it allows you to create these miracles which is shift in perception and for any woman that might be struggling in her maybe phase of darkness, right? Remember, 
the universe is always trying to pull us back into balance. Understand that if you're going through these dark moments or these dark uh, shadows, you know, these dark nights, uh, what I call the shadow, this is the moment for you to truly surrender and for you to, instead of recreating these experiences again in your life, to respond differently and to respond with love and love for you. Love for your own personal self-acceptance and all of who you are, the aspects of the shadow and the aspects of the light. Because when you do that, you learn how to connect to your womb. You learn how to connect to your intuition. You become detached and you stop having so many freaking expectations on people that are going to 100% let you down the minute that you start doing that. <laughs> it's like a guarantee, huh? <laughs> it's like, what a blessing to be able to be a little more with that. <laughs> that's, that's a true sovereign woman. See, this is the reality, guys. We're not messing around. This is the truth. This is raw. This is real. Because nothing but truth really matters. Grace is laughing at us. See? See? <laughs> it's the reality. I think it's so important for us to stay really authentic and real in life. Uh, people truly, you know, the more that you do the inner work, you can call people's bullshit too. You know, you can see right through people. You can, and that's the womb again, right? Once you can, we, you balance out the energy, you connect it. And then you'll learn not to betray yourself anymore, right? People are people. You know, there are people that are learning a lot of lessons. You get to set them free by responding with love and never be afraid. One thing I also learned is not be afraid to, that you're going to be attacked or something's going to bad's going to happen to you. Because remember, if you change your frequency, that, that's, that can't even happen. That won't be a reality. If it does happen, you'll be shown very quickly how it's that person and not you. So you shouldn't need, you don't need to protect yourself in any way, shape, or form. I think that's the biggest blockage of our womb. You know, we're so protected. I don't want to get hurt. And that goes back to, you know, the heart and the connection so that you can live openly, vulnerable, right? This has been such a serious, a very deep week. so many self-realizations and all it started with this new moon this weekend and we had this workshop that it wasn't just you I mean I've been getting messages from the women in our community they they were crying bawling all of us were just just so much that needed to be released that day so of course we want to thank Desi for being our speak our, our our guide and our teacher that day she opened something up in us that really needed to open up and these are the kind of experiences that we basically bring to you all at Satori, and I've been talking a lot about birthing something, and this is why uh, this week has been so intense for me as well, because, um, oh my God, I'm, I'm actually getting emotional about it, because it's it's, okay. it's just been such a long coming, you know, it's like, oh my God, I should, I'm pregnant, and y'all didn't know I was pregnant, and here's the baby, right? And um, so it's just been so beautiful to, to be guided to actually put together um, an experience, you know, the last few, the last couple of months, I was able to do uh, in-person workshops, and I was able to do uh, a retreat in Sedona, and, and ever since then, like, I just haven't been able to sleep without making sure that we don't end this year without putting together something for women to come together, and to share of their hearts, and to hear from other amazing women that not only have transcended the perception of 
of, of uh, challenges in their life, but that are truly living sovereign lives that are live, helping other women, empowering them, trailblazers, I call them mavericks. So it's really, really exciting to share with you all an event that is happening virtually so every woman of this world can be with us. And it's happening on December 19th through the 21st. There's a big, big cosmic event that hasn't happened for a very long time, Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, uh, conjunction Aquarius. And what we're going to be doing for three amazing days is we're going to be integrating a lot of this inner work, and we're going to be hearing from some pretty amazing speakers. The 19th, the 20th, and 21st, it's all going to be virtual. As a collective, we're going to be working on integrating how to heal the five deepest wounds that we carry as women. But you're also going to be hearing from trailblazers, how they themselves have transcended some of the most biggest challenges in their life and how they've taken their sovereignty back. Some of our keynote presenters that are going to be there are a woman that I admire with all my heart. And Lizzie knows how much we love this woman. She's a trailblazer, a maverick. She's the CEO of Rama Institute, Rama New York, Rama Mallorca, Rama all over the world. Uh, Guru Jagat is going to be one of our presenters. We also have beautiful trailblazing women like Norma Baker, Flying Horse. She's actually the founder of Redberry Woman, an incredible line of indigenous clothing that has been featured even in the Oscars, in the runway of the Oscars. So she's an incredible trailblazer who's taken her sovereignty back in so many ways. We have three different astrologers who are going to be there with us. Chalice Grove, who's going to help us understand what this Jupiter-Saturn conjunction means, what to expect 2021 and beyond. We also have Nura, Nura Rachel, who's also a very well-renowned uh, astrologer who's going to be helping us understand everything that's happening. We also have, we have so many amazing other women. I have a list here where you're actually going to be able to go into the link in my bio and register for this three-day virtual event. And guess what, ladies? I've actually made this complimentary to all women of the world. So this is, you can get your free ticket by going on to my link, the link in my bio. You can actually go to sovereignwomanmovement.com and you can register and get yourself a free ticket, invite your sisters. This is going to be three days where we're all going to be basically coming together as sisters. We're going to really learn how to holistically heal our body, mind, spirit, and we're going to hear from amazing trailblazing women. So really excited to invite you all. We're also going to have a sovereign woman panel from our community who's going to be sharing. Lizzie's going to be one of the speakers there. Diane as well. I'm so excited to have her on there. And just so many more exciting things, you guys. It's This is something that I have been pregnant with for a long time, which is why I got, got so emotional with it. And now here it is, birthday today on this 20th of November. My heart feels like, whoa, like this is really happening. But I wasn't going to let um, a silly little pandemic, you know, put us away and not, you know, really look to use this energy for our advantage. That weekend is going to be literally energy portals for us to leave behind an old life. We're going to be working on ancestral karma, inner child. We're going to start at five in the morning with sadhana. So you guys can learn how to really integrate this in your life and speakers throughout the day, live presentations, a couple of pre-recorded ones. You're going to have access to all of these three days so you can be with us there's also going to be uh, an all-access vip pass that you can actually purchase so it's completely free but if you want to 
purchase the all access pass, you'll be able to attend some of the pre and post workshops and you'll be able uh, to also get access as a membership story for one month. So there's some additional benefits. And then one of the things that we're announcing that you guys probably don't know a lot about yet is that 11% of any of the proceeds that do come from the sale of these $99 all access passes, actually, that's actually going to the Foundation Sovereign Planet Foundation, which is the foundation that my son actually founded, but that we are also board members and part of, Lizzie herself, myself, my husband as well. This foundation actually focuses on bringing clean water solutions, food gardens, holistic healing, and also cultural preservation helping our ancestors to teach us the stories of the past so that we can keep them within our own traditions. So we're focused right now on working on a project in Peru where we're bringing clean water solutions to Peru. And 11% of these $99 all access passes are actually all going to a Sovereign Planet Foundation, which we hope to actually do a lot more work with this next year. So, so many things are happening. As you can see, I've been really pregnant for a long time. And I'm just really thankful, first of all, to the beautiful community members already of Satori for their incredible love and support and for being part of something bigger than any one of us, being part of the transition team of literally bringing in a brand new consciousness into this world. And this is what this event really marks. It's using the energy of these three days, the winter solstice, Jupiter, Saturn conjunct with Aquarius to move into our new life with sovereignty. You know, the age of the martyr is over. Suffering is only an option. And as we women learn to heal and connect deeply with our wombs, we'll be able to do this in a more effortless way where our daughters won't have to repeat the same programs we did. Our sons won't have to continue to, to basically also repeat the same cycles. So this is complimentary to all women. You can check out the link in my bio. And thank you for inviting everyone. Hope to see you guys there 12-19 through the 21st. So that's what I'm birthing, Lizzie. It's just a small portion of my soul. <laughs> Literally haven't been able to sleep. <laughs> Your baby is actually very beautiful. It is very beautiful and it's very pure and it's, it's full of light and love. And I, I'm just so happy for you. She is a beauty. <laughs> she really is. She is beautiful. She's she's also insane. She's been driving me crazy lately. <laughs> but there's a lot of lessons. And, you know, one of the things as women is that if we don't birth our creations, we suffer more. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> and this is not, this is not shortcoming. This is something I've been wanting to do for such a long time. And I actually wanted to do it in person. But, you know, this is not the year to do that. And that's okay. The virtual experience is just going to be as powerful. And actually, this opens up an opportunity for people from all women from all over the world to join us, not just, you know, in Arizona or not just in a specific state. And with the holidays, a lot of people are not going to be probably traveling. So you'll be home. You'll be able to move into these portals and help us really transition because it's going to be an amazing three days. I'm really excited. Thank you for your support. I love you so much. I'm excited for you to be one of the speakers and presenters there so you can share your magic as well. And if you keep going to that website, you'll be able to see the updated presenters. I'm actually updating them all. So get ready for some clarity. Thank you, Lizzie, for all the support. I love you. What else would you say before we leave? Just like one thing that you would say about womb healing or womb connection. Yeah, I guess the thing that keeps coming up, up in my mind is the circle of life. It's our womb. 
so wherever your healing journey begins or ends, it, it all is just in this beautiful, beautiful womb inside of you. So I love it, the exact and allow it to create um, like miracles in this world. That's the beginning, the end, it is in your home. And just feel that power. Well, just with what you shared today, I feel that power. There were so many shifts in perception that I will forever take your wisdom with me. I love you with all of my heart. Thank you for being such an important, important sovereign woman in this world. And I'm excited to continue the conversation. We'll be back with us next week on Friday, right? Yes, yes, I will. Thank you, ladies. I love you guys a lot for all your support and for being here and listening to our stories. And we see you and we love Yeah, so important. Yes, ladies, thank you all. Thank you, especially for holding space today. Bunch of cry ba- a bunch of crybabies over here, but it's okay. Crying is the new sovereignty. <laughs> Thank you, ladies, for being here. And for those who are listening to the replay on our podcast, make sure you're subscribing to us on our podcast. Where you can find us anywhere on Spotify. And again, do not forget to go to that link in my bio to pre-register for this complimentary three-day virtual summit with all of us. Have a blessed rest of your day. Sadna. Love you, Lizzie. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.